this press play you know is lit and you think you know the game but you don't get it like the six what What's up, y'all? It's Trey Rainey of The Six Man. Welcome to The Six Man Podcast, brought to you by The Six Man, where it's always basketball season. Make sure you visit thesixman.com. That's the sixth with the six, not an S. And follow us on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and SoundCloud. And don't forget to, uh, to subscribe to us on the podcast app on the iTunes store. That's right. It's The Six Man, your number one stop for everything basketball. Now let's start the show. Once again, y'all, we got a new episode, fresh out the box, looking watch, ready yet, get set, and it's all that. And uh, we got CEO Mike Monroe in the building. Go ahead and say what's up, Mike. What's up, man? How y'all doing? Yeah, man, you got him again. And we have um, we have our first actual, we had our first actual baller guest in the building today, and he's rocking a six man shirt. It almost looks as good as it look on me right now, but you know, I'm glad that he got the merch on. So, so um, we got Christian Boo Jackson in the building. What's up, bro? What's up, man? How y'all doing? We good, man. We good, man. I'm so happy you could join us today. Now, I'm going to ask one thing. Just lean in a little bit on the mic. All right, that's good. Somebody just speaking to the front of the mic. I, t- I tell him this every time because he wants to lean back and, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying, get to talk from a back here. We'll still yeah. pick you up, but it ain't going to be the same. Okay, I got it. So, yeah, man. Uh, Goodman League legend, Christian Boo Jackson. Yeah. That's how you've been described to me. Oh, man. Okay, so um, tell me a little bit about yourself, Mr. Christian. Oh, man. Well... My basketball is my identity. Yeah. Um, I enjoy playing the game of basketball. Um, I was able to use the game of basketball, to, you know, to pay for school, to get myself through school, and ultimately attain my degree yeah. in uh, parks and recreation. Um, basketball opened up a lot of doors for me, and it can open up a lot of doors for, you know, inspiring young men who, who's willing to commit and um, get it all to the game. No question. So, um, like, where where where'd you go to school at? I went to school, I started off, uh, I went to elementary school um, in Alexandria, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in Arlington, Virginia. Um, I went to Carroll High School for three years, and then um, I graduated from Sulin High School in 2005. Okay. Um, I went on to play college basketball in Manhattan, Bowie State, Emporia State. And, Bowie um, State alumni right here, shout out to the Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Bowie State. And um, also, I uh, graduated uh, from Frostburg State. Okay. Yeah, but that's where I finished off playing my uh, college career. Where'd you get your most buckets at? Frostburg State University. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so t- tell me about some of your numbers at Frostburg so people know that you actually do get buckets. You ain't out here just uh, you know shooting around at the wide with the old people with the knee braces. Yeah, my one and only season at uh, Frostburg State, um, I averaged 26 points and seven rebounds. Um, I was first team all CAC, okay. and first team all ECAC. Um, I was um, I was the second leading scorer of all Division three basketball. Mm. Um, I set the single season score record of, of six hundred and sixty seven points in one single season. Shit. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, okay. You know, talk they, that talk. <laughs> okay. Setting records out here. Oh uh, man, the, the way I see it is, um, you know, Frostburg State was kind of like the last stop for me, and I knew, you know, if I was going to, you know. If I was going to have any type of end into my my college positive ending towards my uh, college career, that you know I had to take advantage, full advantage of the opportunity to play at Frostburg State. It mm-hmm. was um, a D three school where you know you, some games there was ten people in the stands, some games there was a right. hundred people in the stands. But right, right. you know I knew I still had to go out there and produce. Um, I knew if I averaged anything less than uh, twenty points a game, then my friends would you know they would people would have a hard time would believe in that. You know, people would probably say I was washed up. People would say I was done. You know, I heard the whispers and things like that. So I just wanted to use Frostburg State as an opportunity to kind of, you know, better myself and far as to give it all I got, you know, on both ends of the floor, things like that, just kind of commit to the basketball in the ways in which I didn't at my previous schools. Okay. 
Well, that's what's up, man. Um, you know, before we get into you uh, more, I kind of want to, uh, you know, just gauge your thought process on the NBA landscape right now. So um, it's been a lot. The only thing, I will say this, I always talk trash about saying LeBron James ruined the league when he went to Miami, but the one thing he did do that is awesome, he's created a whole new season after the season, because yeah. free agency is better than the regular season yes, at this is. point. Yes, I'm not going to lie, the last, the, the draft and the last, what, just week and a half of free agency, and free agency hasn't even started yet. <laughs> These are just the rumors. No one signed any contracts, <laughs> right. and it's been more lit than the entire NBA playoffs yes, combined, in my opinion. I agree. So um, with the Chris Paul trade to the Rockets, you know, I was a huge Chris Paul fan growing up as a kid. I've been a fan of Chris Paul ever since. Um, they had a sports center special on him where he scored like 60-something points mm -hmm. for his grandfather dying, and then yeah. he had a chance to score like one more point than his age, and then he, he, threw, the, and he threw the ball yeah, against, the, um, against the back. Yeah, Not yeah. against the back, but he just threw the ball out yeah. and walked out of the game. I was like, man, that's legendary. Yeah, that's legendary. Like, that's, yeah. like, yeah. that's the stuff that yeah. legends are truly yeah. made yeah. of yes, when you do absolutely. something like that. And I've been rocking with him ever since then. I liked him at Wake Forest and everything. Um, do you think that gives the Rockets – you know, pairing him up with James Harden and possibly, you know, they're trying to get somebody else because Daryl Morey is apparently, you know, whipping and flipping in the kitchen, <laughs> trying to put something together to put something up to the Warriors. Do you think that they have any shot to, um, you know, contend with the Warriors? A shot? Yes. Um, I don't know how realistic, um, you know, without, you know, getting some some youth in, in their in their backcourt mm -hmm. or, or the frontcourt, rather. I don't I don't know, you know. I don't know if Chris Paul is going to be enough. I mean, James Harden had a historical year last season, along with some other decent players, mm -hmm. and um, they still wasn't able to ultimately um, obtain their goal of, of reaching the Western Conference Finals or, or the NBA Finals. But right. I think Chris Paul, I mean, anytime you add in arguably the best point guard in the NBA to your team, and has been for over the past 10 years, then you, of course you'll get better. I mean, point guard position, that's the marquee position. Chris Paul's not the best point guard in the NBA yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, by the yeah. way. And, 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 I, and I would agree with you, too, in that regard. But just He's like sixth a, at this point. Yeah, what people say. I mean, just like I heard somebody talking this morning. They were saying how, you know, Chris Paul over the last 10 years, Bobby Blasi, you know how people kind of anoint the, the, those those players before they the anoint should happen. As far as, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Chris Paul is the best point guard at this present moment, but he's been one of the best point guards in the last couple of years. Like you said, six, that's still, I mean, it's 400 jobs in the NBA. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? a fact. So, 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 so it's still, you know, that's Especially with the new talent to be sixth. I mean, not what I'm going to say, sixth, maybe fifth. Fifth, yeah. Fifth, fourth, if I he mean, stays healthy. Some, man, listen, you got some guys that's balling out right now at that, at that point guard position in the NBA. But yeah, I just think, I mean, I don't think it's, it's enough, but I think they, they have got better if they if they also be going to add Chris Paul to their roster. Yeah, I mean, I figured they got better but like you said, like to realistically contend with the Warriors, I don't know. Depending on what I mean, I don't know what else they can do at this point because you know they they traded away a lot. Um, but at the same time, they didn't really trade too much. I mean, they got rid of Patrick Beverly, who's their defensive stopper. Chris Paul isn't the the defensive player as Patrick Beverly, but you know he's been first team all defense a couple of times himself too. Yeah. So you know Chris Paul, you know you know everybody's going to every when you talk about Chris Paul playing defense and James Harden playing defense, there's all the jokes. James Harden don't <laughs> play no D, and you know we're all going to look back at when Steph Curry made him fall two oh, years man. ago, and you know that can happen to anybody. Hey, listen, that's that happened out to there. me. Listen, the Shaq. Baby Shaq made me fall last weekend at the at the Suburban Coalition. Oh, um, I mean, Eddie Curry? At, at this this no, Baby Shaq, uh, Hugh Jones, man, the okay. legendary Baby Shaq, uh, okay. and one. I mean, listen. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I can't sit here and laugh. I, 
up until that point last I'm about Sunday. I say, if Eddie Curry's making you fall, we need, <laughs> to, listen, we need to get somebody else and, in here. And listen, man. <laughs> up this until, conversation. Up, I mean, just because we're the top, just because we're on the top, man. Up until that point, I never fail. Like, I mean, to my, to my hands and knees, like far yeah. as Shaq, Shaq got me last weekend. Oh, and I'm man. chopping at the bit to get back out there. But yeah, yeah, shout out to baby Shaq, though. That's my big bro. You know, that's 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 the one thing that people are scared of is getting dunked on and getting, you know, and and somebody making you fall. Now, Stacey Robinson said, man down. That's all I heard. Man down. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, like, see, like getting dunked on is different. Like if you get dunked on. That's that's an effort thing. Yeah. Because most people is like, oh hell no, nah. I ain't about to go up there with that. No, nah, I ain't I ain't finna get dunked on so people can laugh at me. But you know, if somebody makes you fall, wow. you gotta be playing defense for wow, somebody to make man. you fall. And that's yeah. that's that's not like an athletic thing. That's uh-uh. just that they got you leaning too far this way yeah, and then they went that way and now you're going this way. Yep. So you know. And uh we talked a little bit on the way up here. Uh, Mike, you can interject anytime you want to, man. Oh, yeah, you got any questions? Okay, cool. But um as far as uh, we talked about, uh, you played with KD growing up. Now, um, kind of explain your, um, you know, how you knew KD and h- how you first saw him play and what you thought of him as a baller. Well, my first memory of KD is, um, was a game I was playing at. Uh, he was at National Christian. He was a freshman at National Christian, mm-hmm. and I was a junior at Archbishop Carroll. And um, we played National Christian, and um, I'll never forget, you know, in the layup line, you kind of sizing the guy, other team up, the guys on the mm-hmm. other team. He don't get no buggers. <laughs> yeah, he don't. That's exactly what I said when I seen Kevin. <laughs> he don't get no buckets. Who's yeah. this skinny kid? He's a freshman. I'm, you know, I'm just like looking him up and down. And man, I mean, right out the gate, for one, they started him. So that was kind of like, oh man, starting. Were they starting freshmen like that back then? No, they weren't starting freshmen like that back then. But okay. I mean, Kevin, Kevin started that game, and um, he he went six for six from the three. Um, he had. Three, uh, three free throws, so he finished the game with 21. He probably had about five or six rebounds. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he never drove to the hole. He played at a he played more mature than, than his age, you know what I mean? And it, it was like, wow, this kid is going to be something. That's kind of my first memory of Kevin, um, you know, growing up. Yeah. Okay. So, as far – and I got to ask you this. this. This is the number one question we all got. How do you feel about his, his move to Golden State? Uh, I feel as a – I'm biased because I'm a personal friend of Kevin's. But as far uh-huh. as uh, as a competitor, you, you you always you always ask yourself, you know, what would what, what would I have done in this situation? Right. Down three to one, um, I've been chomping at the bit, kind of to get back out there and kind of, you know, defeat those guys. Exactly. Um, um, that's that's kind of I think everybody's take on it. Me personally, I think that's Kevin's take on it. Deep down inside, I think Kevin feel like, man, listen. Yeah, three one. I wish I, you know, I want another crack at these guys. But far as you want another crack at beating this guy, the guys, so you want to uh, also be a crack at obtaining the NBA championship. And you can hope and wish you can you can beat them next year, and the result could have been the same. Right. You could be, it could, or it could have been worse. He could have got swept, like like the Cavs almost got swept this year in the mm-hmm. finals. But he went on to take his opportunity to join a team, a team yeah to beat them three to one. But look what look. Look, I mean, look how he was blessed. I mean, he cashed in. You know what I mean? I always say, now, Kevin, if you, my, me personally, I'm saying, if you don't cash in, then that's like double, that's like a double whammy. You know what I mean? But because right. he was able to cash in and getting uh, finals MVP honors, man, you can't, you can't do that but applaud the guy. See, like, here's my whole thing with KD. Like, you know, everybody says, 
And because and I, I argue with people on Facebook about this probably like once a week, and people call me salty. And I will admit it, I am a little bit salty about it. Because, you know, I've been a fan of Kevin Durant since he was a senior in high school. He actually used to date a young lady that lived down the street from me wow. in our old neighborhood. And I remember seeing him, um, yeah, you know her. He's, <laughs> yeah, he used to date a lady that lived down the street from me. And I seen him come to the house one day. And, you know, it's just big, lanky dude, you know, about, look like he's about 20 pounds, but, you know, he's about 20 feet, you know, yeah. tall, too. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking at this dude. He's looking like an alien. He's looking like mm-hmm. the big, the, the big, lanky kid from Monstars. Yeah. But, um, and I ask, and she goes, you know who that is? I'm like, no, I don't know who he is. She goes, that's Kevin Durant. I'm like, who the hell is Kevin Durant? Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, yeah, he's, he's the number two basketball player in the country. Da, 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 da. He's about to go to Texas and blah, blah, blah. Wow. Next thing I know, freshman of the year, Kevin Durant. Uh, uh, number two overall pick, Kevin mm-hmm. Durant. Scoring champ. Mm-hmm. Scoring champ. MVP. Four times. And, you know, and, and, and my, my thing with KD, it's not personal because I don't know him. So I won't say it's personal. Right, right, right. But I have a personal feeling towards it because, right. one, I feel like KD... He was like the anti-LeBron mm-hmm. at first. Because, you know, when LeBron first went to go to Miami, you know, um, you know, everybody killed him for it. And, you know, now that we look back at it, you know, it was probably the, uh, the best decision, even though it did kind of change the landscape of how, you know, players uh, interact with their teams and GMs. And he pretty much fell on the sword to give players the freedom to go play wherever they wanted to. Yeah. So, you know, I salute him for that at the end of the day. But I look at Kevin Durant. And, you know, of course, him being the hometown kid, we root for him. We go, oh, yeah, we want to see you win. And one thing, I thought it was corny when he shouted out PG County in D.C. when he, um, uh, when he won the championship. Because you're the same guy that said, because I work for the Wizards, so okay. I'm there every night yeah. there for uh, watching the Wizards games. And when he came there and, um, and he said, I think it's corny when, uh, when, the, uh, when, when, when you guys cheer for me because you want me to come here, blah, blah, blah. You should be cheering for your team. First of all, ain't nobody cheering for you because we want you to come for the Wizards. <laughs> right. Okay, we was right. cheering for you when you was with the Seattle Supersonics. Yeah, when absolutely. we thought when you coming here was was never even a possibility. Mm-hmm. We cheer for you because you're the hometown hero. Right. And if we were going to lose to somebody, we would lose to you and live with it. Right. Because, you know, we watched you come up and we want to see you be great. And, you know, there's always the Westbrook factor. And, you know, the Westbrook factor is always going to be something that, that rubs people, people the wrong way because, you know, Westbrook is just that, he's, he's, he's that rider. You know, he's that ride or die guy. He's that, he's, he shows the emotion. He goes out there. He's slapping people's hands out of his way. I and mean, he's trying to dance with his boy. And, and um, uh, Charlie Villanueva last year in the playoff walks in. He pushes him out the way. Like, he's, Westbrook is what every NBA fan, you know, loves. It's, it's the passion of the game. And you see him, and he goes out there 100% every night. Yeah. And for... You to leave him, like LeBron's, and that's the biggest thing too. People compare it to LeBron leaving Miami. Two completely different situations. I mean, we're leaving to go to Miami. It's two completely different situations in my, in my opinion. One, you know, Cleveland left, he left the Cleveland team where his second best player was, was, you know, Mo Williams, a guy who never made the all-star team before, you know, LeBron, uh, before he came to Cleveland. And his third best player was a 35-year-old Antoine Jameson. And, you know, and your next best player, I guess, is Anderson Verizal, who isn't a scrub. But, you know, when we're looking at Anderson Verizal to be your next best player, you know, you're not going to do much. You the know, Booby Gibsons of the world. The Booby Gibsons of the world. Shout out to Booby Gibson, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, if you want to win, put Booby in the game. That's what they say. If you want to win, put Booby in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He going to pull. He going to pull it. But, um, but I look at that, and when KD left to go to Golden State, it wasn't it wasn't the fact that he left because a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe he left Russ, da 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 It's the fact that you went there. And 
you got the 3-1 factor, you were already up. So it's not like you... And even Andre Iguodala said it on The Breakfast Club at the end of the season um, when they lost to the Cavs. When KD went there, Andre Iguodala said on The Breakfast Club that the Thunder were a better team than the Warriors. And a lot of people felt that way. Because, you know... Which is false. uh, At the time, I mean, maybe they weren't a better team, but I don't know, man. They were were up 3-1 at the end of the day. And and him and Westbrook choked. And it it really just came down to that. So do you think the Cavaliers is a... Was a is a four to one team to the Warriors this year? Do you do you think they're they're that bad in the finals? This is the finals. Yes. Okay. So so that's where that's where I, I, I predicted way, way I predicted it I predicted the games uh, the they series to be to be four one, and that's <laughs> only because I have respect for LeBron James. If I really told you how I really yeah. felt, I'd have said sweet. Okay. I'm with and you, you know, I'm with you. and when KD and it's not even and when you go to a seventy three win team Man. to win a ring, and I know you want to do what's best for you. And you got to win a ring now ever since, you know. And I blame social media and Skip Bayless for this. Because they're, whenever they're they started this they're, whole they're, you ain't got a ring thing, you, you, can't, you can't say you ain't got a ring and then be mad when Kevin Durant goes to Golden State. I've never judged a player by championships. I always judge a player by what you do out there on the court. Because it takes too many. Too, as you can see with Golden State, so many things have to go right for you to win a championship. And that's in any sport. But like when you go from from Oklahoma City where you're, you know, and, and he was he was the darling of the league, you know, when when he when he got his MVP speech and, you know, and he started crying and called his mama the real MVP, you know, that was inspiring. Like every, I think anybody could have felt that not even just from this area people. He was he could do no wrong after that. And he kept it real in the media. He cussed out the media. He told Stephen A. Smith, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're just making up stuff. Mm-hmm. He told Skip Bayless, y'all, you, you making up fallacies, and y'all listening to these people like they know what they're talking about, yada, yada, yada. And if he went to any other team, like he could have went to San Antonio. He could have went to Boston. He could have went to anywhere other than Golden State or Cleveland. And I would have respected it because you know what? He said, okay, well, you know, I, I can't. Not saying that you know I can't do it with Westbrook, but maybe this situation is better because Golden State was going to be his biggest competition, period, going forward in the West. Seeing that the fact that they had just won a championship and then they won seventy three games the very next season, when everybody said that that ring was you know was you know was fraudulent because Kyrie and Kevin Love got hurt, which is not a bad argument. I would agree with that. I'm not saying it's fraudulent, but you know I can't hold that that ring as heavy as I would another championship. You know, because they didn't play a full squad. But at the end of the day, I think what, he, what, what really kills me about it is he, he handicapped the entire league. Because mm-hmm. now they have zero competition. Now, and, and the NBA is it's entertainment at the end of the day. And it's bred amongst competition, amongst teams. And, you know, you got to, if there's no type of, the, the best series in the playoffs was the Wizards and the Celtics. And because, you know, that's the only one that, well, that's not the only one that went seven. The, the Clippers and Jazz series went seven, but that wasn't even really competitive to me. What? That's not, that's not biased. Wizards and Celtics were not the best matchup. Who was the better series than that? Who has the better series? Anybody. You're just saying it because you work no, for the Wizards. No, who, who had the better series? Give me a better series in the playoffs last year than the Wizards and the Celtics. Until Kawhi went down, Houston and San Antonio was. I'm talking series. about who had the best, who actually had the best like series. The, I didn't like the Wizards in Boston series. Honestly, I don't like blowout. I, I don't like, I don't like front running teams. 
And I, I don't like I don't like I don't like front running players. Like that's mm-hmm. that's me. I, I have see the, the the Kevin the Kevin Durant thing boils down to this with me. It's it's just how you look at it. Do you have a opportunist mentality or do you have an underdog mentality? The mm-hmm. opportunist says, "Hey man, if he doesn't go and he never wins a championship, then I mean we just what would we what would we say if the boy never never wins? There's no there's no guarantee that he stays in Oklahoma City no matter how. First of all, if he stays in Oklahoma City, then Westbrook doesn't average a triple double this year. He might still average a triple I'm just double saying, even with. I mean, because he only it. missed it I'm on not that he two can. boards. I'm not saying that he two can. assists. I'm saying that he doesn't. Not with the touches. Not with Kevin Durant trying to be this. The Kevin Durant that you seen this year in Oklahoma and in, in Golden State yeah. is what Russell Westbrook needed in Oklahoma City. Don't. That's my that's my personal opinion. Far uh-huh. as for them to really for, for them to really get over the hump. The Kevin, it's easy because you got like you said, you got all these great players around you for him to just re- release. But yeah, that's that's the nature of the business. Far as you 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 want to make you want to make it easier on yourself. Like I don't think in those you don't want to make things hard on yourself. You want to be a competitor, but at the same time you want to cash in on your opportunities. If he never had the opportunity to go to the state, then I don't see him trying to go to make his way to go to go to state it seemed like the opportunity to go to go to state was set in stone i don't know what happened in the olympics but whenever they was having them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying whenever they was having those friendly conversations it seemed like there was some temp- it seemed like those conversations were a little more friendly or you know you know what i'm saying they like, talk they, about westbrook they didn't been, you said westbrook they, wasn't they, feeling they them being so chummy with those conversations like it seemed like yeah, it seemed like them conversations it just seemed like a lot of stuff was just it seemed like it was the um, uh, like a non-negotiable him going to to go to state like he whether whether like I said from a competitive standpoint I don't necessarily like the move but far as it just seemed like it was all right he just he looks he looks he looked comfortable you know what I mean like it, they did the people that go to state support him I didn't know I mean I didn't think they wouldn't support him but they support him with open I, I mean he went there was he, he was the best player on the team that's what I was that's the most that's the best. That's the most. I, that's the proudest thing that I can take away from it. As far as that, he went there with a Clay Thompson who can score forty points in a quarter, a Steph Curry who was a two-time MVP, uh, Andre Iguodala who was the Finals MVP. He went there with all those guys. A Draymond Green who was so yeah, because and, he's and better he was, than all of them. And okay, and and, and right, I agree with that as well. Far and that's part of, and that, and that's his but, individual greatness is what's is the biggest indictment against him for doing that. Like because he went to. Because he went to a team that beat him three one. So like you said, action action eight yeah, three one. Please, dear, take away the three. Action eight three one. Say they the don't even say they don't even end up playing them. Okay, say they lose to the say okay. they say they lose to the Rockets. Okay, okay. But they still win seventy three games in the you regular like, season, like and <laughs> they were coming off back to back and and they're coming off a championship. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna handicap the entire league for you. I mean, I guess, and I guess for Kevin Durant, it's a selfish thing. And d- does he deserve to be selfish? Sure, why not? But as an NBA fan, I'm like, what am I watching basketball for? Why like he the only be the thing, savior, the only thing interesting. Why does about, he have to be the savior? Why it's not he, about him being he, the savior. Is Kawhi that, Leonard? St- Listen, man, Kawhi Leonard is special. Kawhi Leonard is Ka- special. Ka- 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 Kawhi Leonard, why, why it gotta be? But let's be real. Point? Let's be real. Even though they was up 25 in that first in game one, uh-huh. do you really think the Spurs were going to beat them in the seven-game series? No. Okay, then. No, you didn't. I honestly did. Hey, I had Spurs and six. Man, you know what? Wow, Spurs and six, that would have been I something. Had Spurs and but six. let me tell you honestly, something. They was being, it was going to be seven. I, th- I thought it was going to be seven games. As far as they were, it was 
very competitive. Like that Spurs series and that it was beginning to be. I mean, they beat them. Yeah. Like, they, like I was like, hold on now. This is <laughs> it. This is hold on because Kawhi is that good to me. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that like far as, dang, I'm just saying like Kevin when when I hear the word he he handicapped the league he handicapped the league. Yeah, some things. Yeah, something shifted. Yeah. They shifted yes. they, they, yeah. because 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 yeah because him going it wasn't like it wasn't a big move. It was the biggest move of the other of the, of the year. Yeah, I agree I with that. What in his in NBA history now? That's that's bare. That's bare harsh. This, far as far as the storyline, I think the when the you involved the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. story behind yeah. it now that's that was the biggest the do like the biggest storyline and kind of. A, a, a situation, yeah, yeah, like far as just you don't get it, it don't you can't write it like that. The theme, the theme song stopped. Oh, it's not it. Don't worry about it. Keep going. Yeah. Okay, okay. But um, post editing, we good. <laughs> but, 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 like this thing, I honest with Trey with Trey saying about KD, I feel that same way as an NBA fan. I'm okay, not a basketball yeah, player, but right, just. Right. I mean, I didn't, I didn't play high school, college, professionally, yeah. but I played basketball. It's like that competitor that's yeah. just about every person walking. Yeah. You feel that way. But then I also see where you're going. But then I always come back to like like he mentioned. When he won MVP in 2014, we were at Frostburg. Yeah. You can ask any one of my boys, yeah. Jordan, Dre, J. Horn, George. I was, hey, KD, he from PG and he the NBA MVP. We can do <laughs> yeah. anything we want to do. Yeah, like. Right. I was that kid that was like, hey, the world is really ours because By the way, I that. traded him for Markel Fultz as being the guy that I'm rooting for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for the young shout, kid. Shout out to Kale. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Kale. Shout out to Kale. Yeah, yeah, number yeah, one yeah. pick. Yeah, from don't right don't run from the process. <laughs> Trust the process. But, you know. So, that and then, like, him going to Golden State, that hurt. That really hurt me. I'm like, man. And it didn't hurt me because of the 3-1. It didn't hurt me because whatever, you know, Russ had against Steph and all that. It hurt me because when he won MVP, it was like, okay, this this guy may be better than LeBron. And, yeah, I, right. and then then I go back to he's from PG and he might be better than LeBron. Yeah. This is crazy. And then like he got injured. And it's like the NBA kind of pushed Steph into that, mm-hmm. oh, this is the guy that's going to dethrone the king. And that what the that's what the narrative came. Well, look what happened. And look what happened. Yeah. And that's that's what it look what happened. That that hurt me more than anything because I was like, man, Katie, this is the guy that they kind of pushed you out the way for. To be the best, now you're playing with them. So I see both sides, but it's just like. So so I so I I will I will kind of ask y'all. I want to ask both of you guys yeah, this question. Far as so why can't you look at it the other way? Go back and I, I want you to go into the yeah. He went to Golden State. Yeah, he went to a team that was three one. Yeah, they beat him and would, he was at one point he was the MVP. He could do it. We could do anything in the world. He was a kid from PG County. I want you to then dive back into well, look at the, what he accomplished, and and you still. I want you to do it the other way, far as like like the way you say it, because you're you it's the way you're doing it, far as you're saying, okay, yeah, it was a letdown. You, you, yeah. you know, you're saying like like I want you to start with the letdown first, and then look at the success story because what he did was, in my eyes, was yeah, as a competitor, I was like, damn, I don't I don't want to see this. Yeah, you want to see him play against <laughs> you, you, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But what I did was. Then I went back to the when, when he did end up in Golden State and he did start to you know the game started to be played and I say how well he fit in and stuff like that. I start to look at it the way that you looked at it first. This is a kid from PG County who who he accomplished all those things. I don't he, care where you're from. Still, no right, right, right. It still doesn't replace what you did in 2014. Like it's still yeah it's 
it's still you still can you still can do you still can it's just you you lose the competitive spot you you yeah. lose the competitive aspect of the of the story for us where he was damn he still was competing yeah you right and he even competed against the guy that, that people try to put him against Russell Westbrook he competed with him. That he didn't compete with him. The Golden State Warriors competed against him. It was the Golden State Warriors against Russell Westbrook. Russell, Russell had the best uh, season in, in NBA history. But he had no. But he had no chance to win a championship, and we knew that from the beginning. Like here's the Neither thing: Neither did Kevin if, when he was with him. That, you can't say that because <laughs> there was up three one on the same team and that he happened? went to. What happens? Well, what, you know what, what happened. What you you want to know what happened? You want to know what happened? You want to know what happened? Kevin Durant choked in Game Six. And him and Westbrook choked in game five. That's what happened. And he said, you know what? Here's the thing. This is what hurts me the most about it. And we'll get on to something else because I can talk about this all day. But um, the biggest thing about it is to me is it hurt me when he went there because it showed me that he didn't believe in himself as much as I believed in him. Okay. And that was the biggest thing with me. It's like, man, you were you could have beat them. Like I had OKC beating the Warriors at the beginning of the series. I said, man, they're gonna play against Cleveland, and KD's gonna. And I was rooting for, and you know, I was rooting, even though I kind of wanted, you know, uh, LeBron to get that ring for Cleveland. But at the same time, if it was against uh, uh, him, uh, against him and KD. Um, him versus KD and Westbrook up there, I was going to root for the Thunder. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I wanted that guy to really prove that you're the best, not gang up with the best team you can and make it make it so there's no competition for you to win. Because on July 4th last year, when he signed with the Golden State Warriors, if you, had any, if you truly believed in your heart that anybody else was going to contend for the championship, then you don't watch basketball. Like there was no way, even if Kawhi Leonard is super Kawhi for all of them for, for that whole series, that's not enough to go against Steph, KD, Clay, Draymond, Steve Kerr, and that entire you know team that Mark Jackson yeah. built before Kerr got there. That's my shot at Steve Kerr. You know, yeah, I, the team I, was built. But um, you know, I ain't gonna say shot at Steve Kerr. Oh, my man Jack in the building. What's up, man? How you? What's up, bro? Nice to meet you. So um, yeah. My whole thing about that is like at the end of the day, and then he, and then here, here's the thing: when he, you saw when he had the hat with the cupcake with the ring on top instead of the cherry, I missed that. Okay, that's that's his new thing now. He um he trolled everybody. You know, I'll pull it up so you can okay, look at yeah, it. Yeah. Um, he trolled everybody with the cupcake hat, and instead of a cherry on top, he put a ring up there. And my whole thing is, I'm like, okay, first of all, that shows that shows us that 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 that, uh, that, that stuff got to you. Yeah, it got to for you to do that because people still people talking still, about people, you. People will talk about it for. People will talk about that for, like you said, for an eternity. They'll always, they'll always talk. <laughs> they'll always talk about it. But yeah, I, I mean, I just hope, I just hope at the end of the day, like you said, I just hope multiple um, more championships come come for my guy. Like I said, I'm biased, man. But at the end of the day, it, it I don't think it it did nothing for me. Far as a, first of all, I'll say this. And I don't know how crazy this is sound, but I'm gonna say I'm not an NBA fan. Mm. So I take all of that. I can't. I can't look at it the way you guys look at it. I'm gonna say okay. that right. I'm saying that, and I don't. And it, and it sounds crazy because fan. I have. And when I say I haven't watched the, and this is my right hand to God, I haven't watched the NBA a full NBA basketball game probably in a full. I mean, not, not even just like I mean any type of game. Like for me to have to think about it, like three or four years. Like I don't, Ooh, I don't ever watch it. And like I'm talking about when I say I don't watch it, and I play, ba I play basketball every single day. But what happens is, it's these, 
it's this type of thing where it's damn if you do, damn if you don't. Forrest, I don't care what he did. He won. He's the NBA champion. He's the Finals MVP. That's the only thing that matters. It's crazy because I'm not looking at it from a. I'm not looking at it from a a fan or anything type of. I just know that he went to a team, which there's twenty. How many teams in the NBA? There's many of them. There's four hundred players in the NBA. He's won. Yeah. So it's just I look at those type of things, like the things like now if I, but I can look at it from a fan because I have been an NBA fan. I guess in, in years past where I'm saying I don't like it for as far as a competitive standpoint. I don't. I wouldn't want Jordan to go play. You know what would break my heart? Like if LeBron went and played with Colt. Like if I seen that aspect, like that would crush me. Like if anything like that happened, if Jordan played with when I was a fan, if Jordan played with. Uh, who was the other guy? Um, whatever. If he went to Utah. If he went to Utah. Yeah, or whatever. That would crush. I would just. That would crush me as a fan, like as an NBA fan. Like, I wouldn't even. LeBron, I would feel LeBron, sick. LeBron kept losing to Boston. What if he left uh, uh, Cleveland to go play in I'll Boston? Be, I, I would be sick to my stomach. It's the so, exact so, same so, thing, feel, but okay, worse. So I, I feel what you, but but see, it's then right. But I feel you. So that's why I had to make that disclaimer. Give you that disclaimer that yeah. I'm not a. Not a I'm not a fan, fan. far as. Like and I love basketball. Can name probably eighty percent of the league knows what's going on. But just far as watching the watching the game or games, watching the playoffs, but you still follow watching the, the finals. League, but but I follow it enough to know. But just don't follow it. I I wouldn't know as much as as you guys. Like far as because you're 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 a fan. Yeah. Like the parody the the parody. I knew the storyline because it was on everything. But yeah, far as couldn't I didn't know the story, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the storyline. Like how you you saying, man, listen, he was the kid from PG County. I would do everything. Oh, I just do the interview because it showed up on TV. I didn't watch the interview when it was live. I didn't. I don't know if it was a what was. I'm just so out of touch with that because I'm so into to self. Far yeah. as that when it comes to topics like these, all I can do is give you an opinion. Like that's my guy. He's a champion, and and that's okay. and that's that's where I, that's the way I see it. But what I try to do for the conversation's sake is that mm-hmm. I try to go back to being an NBA fan. Like, boo, you know you don't like that. Far as if he went and he the people was down three one, and he went and joined them from a competitive standpoint, I didn't like it. Yeah. I, and, and I voiced my opinion like that when it was happening. Far as from a competitive standpoint, mm-hmm. I, I don't like it at all. Won't would never like it. Or, or, or anything like far as you you just don't it doesn't feel the same yeah, the gratitude right. yeah it doesn't it just doesn't you're, it, it's fool's gold to me it, it, the ring it, is it, fool's gold see, that's how I, I see do, it right it, it, and I feel and honestly like I, I it's a big ass asterisk next to that championship <laughs> I and I'm never gonna same, forget that I express some of the, the same sentiments it's just that the lingo the verbiage is what I re- withdraw from I'm not so harsh when I say when you when you refer to the ring as Fool's gold, and it's not like you're saying it. You're saying it. With, people don't say it worse. Yeah. But far as fool's gold, uh, Kevin, the decision was not saying that you said it was mm-hmm. soft, but soft for you. you I'll saying, say it. It was soft. Like, okay, so right, I draw back from. Not Kevin Durant those, is from, soft. From, from, from the decision those, was you, soft. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, 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 right. I try right, to separate as, the person from the player, <laughs> which is good. Which, which is, is difficult. Which is good, which but is, you know, you have as to a do fresh, it. I'm with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but which is cool though because you. Like you said, you you do you you there is a line there is a a line as far as you do understand it. Like far as like you said, you try to as hard as it is separate the player, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, from the the situation or or whatever the storyline or however however you know what I'm saying it's, it describes. So I mean, like I said, yeah, the decision is always that's like the decision 2.0. What do they call that? That's yeah yeah like yeah that's that's a that's a decision that especially the people in this area that will always always will look back. And you know what I'm saying? And we'll say, uh, you know what I'm saying? People always, uh, you know what I mean? And then some people just won't won't be 
want to bring it up or talk about it at all because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so painful and so right. so hurtful. All right, you know, I'll, I'll end that conversation with this. This was my last uh, Facebook status about this thing. Most people, especially in the DMV area, they'll say, you know, oh, how could you not root for KD? He's the hometown kid, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's wrong. See, that's why people leave D.C. because they ain't got no love in his crabs in the bucket. <laughs> but these are the same people that'll tell you Wale is trash, uh-huh. that Go-Go is whack, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you that they're Cowboys fans. So don't tell right, me right, right, about right, DMV, right, right. hometown, that's and right. all that bullshit. That's I don't want right. to hear it. That's right. But anyway. It's a well, polarizing city. It, yeah. Very much so. And everybody from here is from everybody is from everywhere else, by the way, just so you, you know. You your entire family's from North Carolina. Your cousin's from Atlanta. Your best friend's from New York. His his best friend is from Cali. And somebody's from Minnesota. They all came here to get money in D.C. That's why people come here and make babies and generations right, and whatnot. Right. So unless you grew up in Berry Farms, I don't want to hear it. So um, anyway, like I said, we can talk about that all day. But uh, uh-huh. let's get on. let's get on to you. So um, let's talk about your upbringings, you know, playing ball. Um, I looked at a little bit of your profile before I came up here and a couple of articles that he sent me, and um, I saw that your father was a boxer. Yes. Yeah. So um, and I saw that he won that he uh, boxed for the Virginia State Championship. Was that the college or just the state? That of was Virginia? the pro, the state of Virginia. He okay. was a Virginia State champion. Um, also, he he had to um, he had to give give up his belt. Um, he ended up his trainer had passed away. And, oh man! And at that point, he just kind of. Stepped away from from boxing, whatever like that. He had a mouth, some surgery, had some teeth pulled, and he had like a huge surgery on his mouth and things like that. So at that point, he had won the title. Um, he was eight and zero, and he stepped back and he kind of retired and mm-hmm. he never went back to boxing after that. But he fought in the '88 Olympics uh, trials and stuff like that. And um, so he was eight and zero as a boxer too. Oh yeah, he, as a professional, yeah. And he fought. Man, my father fought many, many uh, fight. He won the Golden Gloves. Um, yeah, he just kind of as a boxer. He what weight did he fight at? Middleweight, yeah, okay. he was a he was a middleweight. Okay, and, so um, what's that like 160, 170? Yep, 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 one sixty, one seventy. He still he still hanging around that way. My father's still in great shape, man. Yep, yep. Um, he's still you know training. Uh, he actually trains Riddick Bowe's nephew right now. The process okay. of training Riddick Bowe's nephew. Shout right out to Rick so, Bowe, another uh, yeah. another DMV native. Yep, you know yep, what I'm saying? Yep. Knocking people out. So yeah, man. My, so I definitely have that um, that uh, athletic background. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Did he ever encourage you to box over playing ball? I just, you know my my brother. He real. We're both. My brother, he's more so than me. He, he's good with his hands, but I'm more the natural boxer, like just when it comes to terms of stance and things like that. But he never pressured me, you know, to box. I if was you play basketball, I'm pretty sure you can box. You got them long arms. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You got to have that reach. Man, got some of the metrics going for go, going for myself and things like that. But yeah, he never he never pushed me to box and things like that. I mean, he just kind of always left the door open. And I always had access to the gym, mm-hmm. or you know, he always told me if I wanted to box that he would train me. And things like that. So I knew I could always reach out to him and things like that if I wanted to take on boxing. Okay. Yeah. So like um so I was like coming up like and you wanted to play ball and everything. Did did you always want to play ball or did you like experiment with other sports? Yeah, my mom other than boxing, of course, I'm pretty sure he had you, you know, at least hitting the bag a couple times before. Yeah, my mom put me into you know, I was in the hooker kid on golf program. My oh, mom Jesus. put me into soccer. I played soccer. They used to call me Bigfoot and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I, I played, um, I never played baseball and I played football. So basketball, because I was tall, mm-hmm. big feet, just kind of the metrics are, were geared to. They just kind of pushed you over there. They said, all right, look, all right, look, just go play, play ball. Lanky kid, you know what I'm saying? Big feet, run yeah. up and down, run, jump. You're a basketball player. You're a basketball player. And that's what I, I mean, and that's what I did. Like, I didn't have the the pleasure of having somebody work with me one on one. Like I said, my father he boxed, but just I always hung around the gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, growing up in Alexandria, man, a lot of 
basketball players uh, come out of Alexandria. Um, the first basketball player to ever play in the NBA is from Alexandria, Virginia, Earl Lord, 1945. Okay. I mean, um, just, you know, to know your history a little bit as far as Keith Bogans. Oh, but he's not an NBA fan. No, okay. Yeah, yeah, but that's something, I mean, just playing a game, you would, you would know. I mean, as far as Earl Lloyd went to school with my grandmother. So okay. just for history like that, just certain history you know, you know what I mean? I said, or you, I'd have never known that, and up. I'm the NBA yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, right, right, now, right, 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 man. So, and, I, and honestly, I wouldn't know that, honestly, if I didn't grow up in the city. Okay. This is right, one right, of those right. things that you, you know, you learn, and they kind of tell you here, the, 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 the elders talking about and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you kind of, you, you hold on to it and you're proud of it, you know what I mean? Stuff yeah, like that, yeah. you kind of, you know, you all, you never forget it. But yeah, I just, um, Keith Bogans, you know, um, Cervalian Brown, Michael Horton, Damon Jackson, Kobe Turner, a lot of guys I looked up to coming out of Alexandria, man, or whatever like that. So, you know, it was easy for me to just, you know, play basketball because everybody was playing. You know what I mean? Guys mm-hmm. were playing other sports, but basketball was the one thing that I said, a lot of guys that I looked up to, they were playing. Okay. Yeah. You know, since we're talking about, you know, uh, ballers that grew up in your area, we got an NBA baller that, that grew up in our neighborhood, Jared Jack. Shout out Jared, to you. Shout out to you know what I'm saying? Jack. Literally yeah. grew up in the neighborhood. We used to play ball at his house. One of the guys I looked up to, Jared. Yeah, definitely, definitely, you know, and Justin, me and Justin were good friends growing up and stuff like that. Justin um, never panned out for whatever reason. They say Justin didn't really care. He, Justin just seen that his brother was was going to be special. Yeah. I, I, I think, and just kind of, you know, you know, you know, just kind of drew back. I mean, Look! Look! I mean, hey man, you know if you're if basketball is with your, I don't. I think the passion kind of died, you know, with just. I think he had some injuries too, like yeah, he did coming through school. So that always derailed you a little bit. But far as yeah, uh, a Jared man playing with the Blue Devils. I was a Blue Devils guy. You know, what I'm saying won two national championships. The Blue Devils in. Yeah, you know, Jerry Jack played with those those Merlin Jaguars, the PG Jaguars, mm-hmm. and, and we used to always, I owned the team, would compete with those guys, and we used to always see Jerry put on the show. So, yeah, yeah Jerry was definitely definitely one of the best players to ever come out of D.C. Maryland, Virginia. Um, shout out to Jerry. I know he's he should be rehab. I don't know if he's rehabbed fully from his from his injury. I know he had surgery and things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to Jared Jack, man. See, I, that's one I wish would have stayed on the Warriors because he was on because he was on he was that team when too, they was having though. that trajectory. And he, was he was the he was perfect backup point guard. He was and when Steph was getting hurt, he would come in and get <laughs> he was work. I he was love balling. Jared Jack on yeah, that Jared team. Was balling, but man. you know. Um, so tell me about uh, some of your time in the Goodman League because you know the Goodman League is like the stamp. League for you know, like you know, if you you know, not even just for players that don't make it to the NBA because you know, a lot of NBA players come back yeah. and play in the yeah, Goodman yeah, League, yeah, and you yeah. know, and they'll even tell you, like, I saw Bradley Bill, he um, he talked about playing in the Goodman League. He said, Hey man, there's some guys out here right now that if they'd have made a left instead of a right, they'd have been in the league for real, just like me. Yeah, so um, tell me about some of your competition and just you know, how you became you know, a legend in the Goodman League. Well, I can I can remember back, to, man, it's been about seven, eight years now, but just to some of my, my first couple of games, um, Face Mob gave me my first my first opportunity to get me, get me league. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my man Face. And um, then followed by MT Mike, you know, I played with them. And then Ooze and Oz, shout out to Aji, Chris, Smooth, all those guys, boom. Them, the, uh, I played with Duke Cruz. Um, we, we all, we was, we was college roommates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Ooze and Oz, you know, the restaurant, shout out to Ooze and Oz. Got that good old food down there on U Street. Um, yeah, they they we put a team in it. We put a team in the farms, and that's kind of when I, you know, Miles started calling me Ray Lewis Boo because my features, you know, mm-hmm. big nose, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, just, I, I was I was I was like 260 pounds, man, at the time, so I looked like a football player and stuff like that. And I would just, I would, you know, just I just played with, with a passion. Now? 
I'm like 218 now, man. Like, so you was 260? Yeah, I was like 262 when I first started playing on the farms. Um, we talking 260 with a gut of 260 oh, to ready, you know, just, ready to get out there and, just talking and run. 260 solid, man. And it was interesting. My father, my my mom's father, he, you know, he passed um yeah some passed away some years ago now. But he was a, he was like 250 solid. Yeah. You know what I mean? No body fat, man. And I had body fat. I had a lot of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My body fat was like 22 percent of the time. But far as I still carried it well. Mm-hmm. You know, just having um. You know, just having the genetics. You know what I mean? As yeah, far yeah, as yeah. having my like my father, and you you're know, always running too. You're playing ball, and, so you know you, can, you can't get so that, so big. You know yeah, what I'm basketball. You may not lose weight, but you it's easy to it keeps you the, you're able to maintain weight. Yeah, yeah. Basketball yeah. allows you to maintain your weight. Like you know what I mean? Like as far mm-hmm. as if you're not really getting out there and and working, you know, working out two to six hours and things like that, or really working on your core and things like that, trying to tone up. You'll lose a lot of water weight just by running up and down the floor right, and things right, like right. that. So you'll share some pounds definitely. But yeah, man, once I got, you know, I was playing at at that time. I was playing against the Baby Shacks of the world, the Andrew Washington, SpongeBob's of the world, D Nice. Those guys were 25, 24, 23, 22. Mm-hmm. Now they're 35, 34, 33, 32. So I was playing with those guys when they were still trying to make a name for themselves, and I was young. I always thank them because they allowed me to play and things like that. And it's just like, I always tell them, this is kind of what you guys created. By allowing me to play, and you, you guys never gave me a pass. Y'all don't know what y'all was doing for me in the process. Like, y'all was creating a monster. So, mm-hmm. like, I always thank those guys, man. Just like I said, just that atmosphere. You never know on any given night. It could be a thousand plus people out there. Yeah. The elements, you know, you're allowed to be able to do whatever well, it's live you want to do. The it's it's live, man. man. No like question. I said, you never know. You really never truly know who's going to walk through that gate. Yeah. Especially when they get close to playoff times and, and, and finals times. Yeah, yeah. That's when you really start to see the guys flying. I mean, these guys be in town for one night. Guys buying them basketball shoes just to give them shoes off their feet just to play in. Yeah. I mean, it, it gets real serious down there, down the farms, man. It just, it's just that atmosphere and that environment, man. It really, really molds you as a basketball player, especially coming out of Washington, D.C. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, um, the Goodman League has been great. Cause like I, I think the biggest, the best thing that happened was you know during that lockout season. Oh, that was the best. That oh, was the greatest oh, this is, this is, two months yeah, of yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. basketball Bas- of, yeah. of unprofessional basketball, basketball yeah, ever. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that was watching LeBron and you know Carmelo and all them go up in Lord Baltimore and play, Lord and watching John Wall go out west coast and play against people and, and talking trash to random people. You cannot guard me. You cannot guard me. That's yeah. that's a classic. Thing from John Wall to me, you know, John Wall's my favorite player in the league, and not just because he plays for my Washington Wizards. Yes, it is. It's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. John Wall's been my favorite player because he's uh, ever since he was at Kentucky, because he's actually the reason that got me back into watching college basketball. When John Wall came to Kentucky, you know, he was part of that. You know, he wasn't part of the. He was part of the new one and done era, because uh-huh. you know Derrick Rose and Tyreek Evans and them, they were like the beginning of the one and done era, but like. That Kentucky team, when they had John Wall, Patrick Patterson, Demarcus uh, Cousins, um, uh, uh, Eric Bledsoe, and all of them went in the first in the first like ten picks, you know, like that was that was like okay, this like this kid is the truth, um, you know, Demarcus is the truth, and that was the beginning of that one and done era that got a lot of people back into college basketball, and including myself. And you know, I like the one and done era because you know, even if, if they make you go to college or not, I, I think they should. 
they should let you come out of high school, even though I think a lot of the players aren't ready to come straight out of high school. But if the GMs are willing to pick them, why not? I mean, life, that's that, that's <laughs> their fault. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Like if, yeah. if if you know if John Wall is wasn't going to turn out to be what he is today, you know, and that's why I'm glad that they you know they're reinvesting into you know the development system um, with the G League now because mm-hmm. you know like they're actually going to pay. These players like to I'm not go to get, overseas. I'm gonna, to, I'm, I'm gonna try to get in that. Just, yeah, just I was gonna so, ask you like so that. So y'all know, man. Honestly, like what I'm doing right now is if, if people, you know, people, people saying I'm on a, I'm, I'm on a mission and all this stuff. It's, it's not really so much that I'm on a mission, but I had some ankle injuries over the last past two or three years, and right now I'm just trying to salvage some of that time. I'm trying to do it the right way. I'm trying to get my body into, into um, the best of shape. Just so I can go out there and just give it one one last hoorah because I'm just tired of saying it's you know next year next year and it, the, the the funny thing about the funny thing right is this year and the funny thing about when you're saying next year next year you're 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 only you're getting older it's <laughs> it's like it's like you're not getting if I was I mean I mean I mean it was like. It's like if I was getting younger, as I'm saying next year, next year, it's like you have it forever in a day. But it's like you're only getting older, man, and your body's talking to you every every second of the day. And so it's just like I'm in a now, a, a now and never type of um, situation. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot, man. Like, I mean, I still, like I said, I play basketball every day. Um, I ingratiate myself with the sport. Um, and um, I like I... I just want to see where really, really comes from it when you when you give 110 percent your all and you string together all your resources and and you know and you go out there and you just really lay it all out there on the floor. I just really want to see. Um, I haven't done that since 2013 when I was playing in China, and um, and I definitely I'm I'm going to give it a shot again this year in 2017. So I like to you know this is the summer of boo. You know, the, 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 that's I, I haven't said that, or you won't see you won't see that on on, on Instagram or Facebook or nothing like that. But and that's my me- mentality. Like any league that I'm playing in right now, um, it's just a seek and destroy mentality. And just um, once I get the opportunity to go to one of those camps or things like that, then you know the the mentality will be transparent. And um, I'm I'm just gonna you know give it all I got okay. yeah, this time around. I was, you talking about different leagues. I just had to um, bring up Watts League. He uh-huh. was a Watts League all-time leading school. Yeah. Like, you are a Watts all-time leading school. Yeah. And, you know, like the passing of Big Jeff, like how did that make you feel when that happened? Man, um, it's, it still feels surreal. Like yeah. far as with the summer being here and not, you know, being able to play um, in the Watts League and not having Big Jeff here, yeah. it's, it's like, um, you know, I think Miles, I think Miles because he's, he, he took up, you know, saying Super Boo. Like, yeah. Miles always called me Ray Lewis. And I remember a couple of years back, I was going to go to him. I, I asked a couple of people that was close to him, like, should I go to Miles and ask him to change my name? And they was like, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, man, listen, I'm losing weight and stuff like that. Like, I don't want him to keep calling me Ray Lewis Boo. Like, yeah. I understand I resemble the guy, whatever have you. But, like, I play basketball. And, like, that's all I play. Yeah. That's all people know me by is basketball. So it's like to be called Ray Lewis, like, and to be scoring forty points, but you're still Ray Lewis. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I, it just it, I you didn't get it. At, that name. I, I, I didn't get it at all. Yeah. But Jeff was calling me Super Boo, and just like it kind of man, I'm telling you, it just <laughs> you know Jeff was calling me Super Boo since like high school, and then when I heard him say it down Watts, I was like, God. So he, you know, say so it like took me by surprise. I was like, all right, and I was like hoping and wishing. I was like, I hope that 
Miles could call me the same thing over in the gates. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and when he did, like, you know what I'm saying? And this was before Jeff had passed. It was, it was your video that you shot in the All-Star game. Yeah. I mean, in the Goodman League versus Watts Watch game. League, when yeah. he was like, you know, that's Super Boo. Watts League, all-time all leading yeah. score. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's why I sent you the text. I said, "Bro, please let me, please tell me that you that you got that." And it's like since then, yeah, it's been Super Bowl. And after you know, the, after the first bucket I score, he say, "That's Wasley all time leading score." And just like you know, the, you know, having Jeff pass this past summer, it's just like being as though that that league probably would never generate again, generate yeah. itself again, or if it would definitely never be the same. Um, just being as though that I'm, I'm also going to end up being the watch all-time leading scorer over the least uh, six years, seven years stint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very, very, very um, near and dear and special to me. Yeah. So so far as yeah, just you know, rest in peace, Big Jeff, man. We miss you, you know, and stuff like that. And I'll always play with the fire and the passion and, and, and carry the name, you know, what I mean, the name Super Bowl on. For, for as long as I can. Yeah, because I tell people all the time, like, man, I'm everywhere covering, you know, high school youth, but Watts had a feeling that yeah, you can't get anywhere else. You can't else. get anywhere else. I tell people that all the time. They were like, they were like, what about Fallen's inside the gates? So, like, inside the gates is inside the gates. Inside the gates. That, has, the that gates. has that yeah. feeling. Yeah. But Watts had, like, the whole environment from everybody just being out there. It was just a... What the, the, everybody the, says the, it's a vibe. It's a vibe that you ain't going to get nowhere else. No, it's a vibe that you won't get nowhere else. And the bump. Yeah. It was... You ain't scoring... You 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 ain't scoring forty and thirty down yeah, there because if like, you do, you look at the names. Mm-hmm. You're Josh Shelby, <laughs> you know. You're Kevin Durant. Like I mean, I still got the box score from when we beat Drew All Stars. We played against Supreme. Was it Supreme team? I want to say it was Supreme team, and we beat them one hundred and three to ninety eight. Kevin had thirty nine. I had thirty one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that and, and I got that back score. I, I, That's I, a number to I, keep up. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, hell of and, a number, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I and I kept that. I kept that box score. Um, just just because it, it was just like I knew you know the website. It wasn't being it wasn't being kept up as as well as it should yeah. and stuff like that. Also, it was like the domain closed and stuff like that. Yeah. But but I kept it though. And, and it's like almost to the day. It's June send that 25th. To me. Send yeah, that yeah, to I me. will send it to you, bro. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're using this for promo, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Send yeah, that yeah. to yeah. me. Yeah, so I, uh, and he played with the Stamp Mob. So shout out to Stamp Mob. And um, yeah, man, we got him out of there. And um, yeah, man, just the Wasley, just, it was the Palm Tree Palace. Yeah. It, it was unique because those trees, it, it they covered the whole court. Like the people, the way they just, they were they were damn near on the court. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right as there. far as and it's, it's just like I mean, just the setup, like I said, in itself was just just very unique. And the players were all from you had players right out of those right out of those inner city neighborhoods. Like right like, down the street. Like like yeah, that's right down the street that would give you a show. Yeah, they can the, walk home. The Ray Rondos of the world. He'll, yeah. give you, he'll give you thirty and ten and then walk right down the street. No yeah. ride. He might catch the bus. Yeah. No Uber. You know what I mean? I mean just might ride a bike. So it was just like that uniqueness, like I mean, the guys, just your regular everyday guys, working guys, would come come across there any day and give you thirty. You know what I'm saying? You you had to select a few of them, so yeah, it it it'll be you know it'll be. Wasp was up and coming, man. Yeah, Wasp was Wasp was like I told like, you all like, the time. Like that was my favorite like, league to cover. Like I summertime. mean, sponsorship and all that stuff was 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 in the works and stuff like that, man, for the Wasty and um, yeah, man, shout out to Wasty. Yeah, and. Also, I just wanted to ask you, like, okay, you graduated high school two thousand five. Yeah, I have like 
I want to say a theory, but just following, like, I've been following basketball. Like, I was that kid in middle school. Like, if you open my binder, three or four slam magazines was going to okay, fall slam. out. Yeah. So, like, I was that kid. So, just following basketball, I always felt like, you know, I'm not going to say players now have it better because that's just life. Everything evolves. Yeah. But, I mean, you talked about this at a gym one time. Um, I feel like nowadays kids have everyone around that inner circle is always looking for the best of them, whether it be a trainer, a mentor. That inner circle is just looking forward. It's not – we're not going to the left. We're not going to the right. We're looking forward. And I feel like, you know, when you were coming up and you played with Brian on the Blue Devils, like that – I always say I need to do, like, a story on that, but I feel like that was a wild time with AAU basketball. Like, I felt like people That was the people, beginning, man. Yeah, people were in it for other reasons other than the player, for themselves yeah. or, you know, just to cut from the BS money or opportunities for themselves. Yeah. And I just want to get your take on, like, how do you feel that's changed over time <laughs> as far as, you know, players have. I'm not going to – like I said, I don't want to say more opportunities, but – it just seemed like, you know, they learned from they learned from other people's mistakes and lessons and they're just moving in the right way. Yeah, like far as it, it's definitely a different time just just like with there was no six man in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Like all the media outlets that you have now. Yeah. Everybody taking pictures, video of these kids. I yeah. mean a kid makes a layup and he's a and he's all American. <laughs> it yeah. it just it just I mean, let's let's be yeah. real, Mike. No, I know, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm I mean being... because if he's if he's young enough Two, three. I mean, we're annoying these kids. We're ranking kids that's in the fourth grade, mm-hmm. third grade, yeah. second grade. I can tell you right now. I remember being in the in the in the second grade or third grade and fourth grade playing on those rec league teams. Like when I was ten, I was scoring fifty points, but there's there's really no record of that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Other than the the video footage, like Marcus Gignard, both. We was Marcus could dunk at twelve and thirteen. I believe it, and, and it's just like I mean this AU team, like um, I mean just, I, re- just the way everything is now, like you said, like you just gotta make sure guys just you got it's an opportunist world, like mm-hmm. far as in the AU is an opportunist market, right? So you just gotta make sure that you keep the kids their innocence and things like that. You you gotta just make sure that you keep them protected and that you make sure that their circle. Is 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 a is a circle, yeah, and not a square, right? So you know what I mean, and that's and, and that's just what you got to keep these kids close and keep their innocence and, and stuff like that, and just let them know that they got to listen to somebody. I mean, you can't have all the answers and things like that, and I mean, yeah, these kids. I mean, the way the way the game is going now and stuff like that, like they're they're in great hands, right? Like, yeah, because that's... they they got so many different resources, man, that and we have resources too, but they just have more. Yeah. Like I mean it's more is better. Bigger's better. Yeah. Like I mean they're bigger. I mean these kids they're 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 faster. And like now these kids like I know all high level players do this, but now it's like you meet 13, 14 year olds, you know, you see them at practice and they had a workout that morning at six AM. They're sure and after the, too. Yeah. Very and, and, and it's and it's rightfully so because they, they look at the time that you just said. They they put in for their, their their craft. Yeah, these kids are assured themselves because they put in all that time and work in the gym. And it's mm-hmm. like when you're Floyd Mayweather and you're forty and no, and you put all that time since you was a little kid in the, in the gyms and and stuff like that, working on your craft, you, you, you're gonna walk around with a certain confidence and right. a certain swagger. Right. Me at the age of thirty one. My biggest thing is is confidence, and people don't know I'm I'm one of the most confident guys that you meet, but I also suffer from somewhere there is there's still lack of confidence. Like I still lack confidence 
in certain areas, especially when in terms of basketball, in which at this age you should be a master or a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you see a 12 year old, I see a 13, 14 year old now, and I'm like, I can see it in that kid. Like that kid is assuring himself in every facet of the game mm-hmm. at 14. I'm, I'm 17 years, 17 years too late, man. Yeah. And, and that's what that's the curve. That's what that's 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 what it is. It's like I'm still, I'm still hitting myself on the ass when I, excuse my language, when I don't use my left hand on the left side. When these kids, they're doing it, they're using the, the left hand nature. on the right side. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's jelly now. They they, <laughs> yeah. they, they going like this yeah. and cool, they going like this and stuff. Cool no you, 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 you know what I mean? Like yeah. far, they're making it. <laughs> I was trying to use the backboard every single time. They're trying to make it hard yeah. and, and difficult for themselves and still uh, uh, getting it done. Yeah. So it's just evolution. But it's the, the evolution of the game, man. But I like you said, I just times have changed. And I Time do feel like changed. this generation has they've been better at taking advantage of these oh, opportunities. They, that's the best way to put it. And keeping that circle around them. Everyone's focused on that one goal. No question. Yeah. Because that's just been something I always like I said, me and you talked about it at the gym. Yeah. And I feel like some people they don't see that. Uh, like you yeah. I know you can have plenty of stories when you were playing AAU, <laughs> how, how wild it was. Yeah, like, I, I felt like I wasn't in the scene, but like I kept, I lived through my cousin you at one point. Stories. Like I was around it, and I know what it you was know like. Stories. I'm like now, yeah, you still the same, but it's just like these kids, they got that wall around. They got that wall around. Yeah, so it's just yeah. like, yeah, like you said, it was, you just charge it to the game. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, you charge it to the game, yeah. bro. Yeah. Now, now since we're on the topic of, um, we've been rapping for a little bit too, so you know. Um, so, but since we're on the topic of that, you know, kids and the confidence and that, I want to talk about my favorite thing to talk about in basketball right now. Let's get your opinion on this. Okay. The Ball family. Okay. How do you feel about LeVar, Lonzo, LaMelo, and LiAngelo? How do you feel about, you know, their whole, you know, the way Mantra. that they're branding themselves <laughs> and, and how they're, you know, taking, taking, you know, the kind of, you know, doing what, not, not, not say exactly what LeBron did with, you know, giving, you know, uh, giving the players, you know, the freedom to, um, to you know, to, to go play for whatever team they want. But what they're trying to do is, you know, as in like, you know, giving these young kids the freedom to, you know, make their, to, to make money off of themselves and not just be pimped out by Nike and, you know, by, by whatever school that you're playing for, by whatever, t- uh, you know, team that you're affiliated with, you know, being able to build your own brand. How do you feel about them? I think it's, I, I'm in the process of, um, of dealing with the brand and being associated with a brand and stuff like that myself now. So I definitely get it. Like, I just don't, I, the talking aspect. I mean, if you got to talk for your son and stuff like that to build your brand or if that's not what he's doing, then I'm the wrong guy to ask the question. But far okay. as if he's speaking for his son and or whatever it is, if it's hype, then let, let, let it be what it is. Let it be hype. Don't don't be attacking any other people's character or, mm-hmm. or player's character or whatever like that and stuff like that. Just leave that part out of it. But if you're trying to build your brand, and, and I mean, it's not like he can. It's not like they can compete with these other companies. So you know, you yeah. got Levar Ball has gotten more press than any Under Armour commercial that's come out in the last year and a half. Yeah. You uh, know what I'm saying? Like they've built. Of course, they're not making as much money as Under Armour because you know right. they've got a whole you know machine behind them. But you know, this is a family brand, and you know, and people call them the Kardashians of the game. But you know, 
You can say that. It's black owned too. And it's, it's black owned. Shout black out to owned, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm a super big fan of the ball fam. I got I got a uh, big ball brand shirt and shorts over there. Oh, that's love. You know what that's I'm saying? Love. So, you know. Uh, and, I want some of the shoes, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I don't, if, if they weren't 500 yeah, 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 you know, and people kill them for $500, yeah, 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 I can't, yeah, yeah, I, I just can't right afford now, it. I'm not a big baller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I can't afford it right now. But if they were cheaper, I would definitely buy them. And I know and I know they will eventually drop. Yeah. Because, you know, the the biggest thing of them being $500 to get all of us talking about it. That's right. And, you know, and I feel like what they're doing, if they are successful and they are and they're winning right now. Yeah, they win. Yeah, everybody's yeah. laughing at Lavar saying he's crazy. They went on Monday Night Raw and he's looking stupid with his t-shirt off, with his shirt off. And you know, uh, Lamelo's out there being 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 a 15-year-old, you know, saying beat that uh, N-word's ass uh, all over the mic, and they had to go um make an apology about that. But um, you know, the first thing is Lonzo can ball. Period, and that's just that's just my opinion. And you know, we didn't hear anything about Levar Ball until they started comparing him to Steph Curry. Like this, this entire thing started with uh, them coming up to him in, uh, during mid game in the UCLA. Nobody knew who Levar Ball was. They walked up to him and said, "How do you feel about your son being compared to Steph Curry?" And he says, "My son better than Steph Curry." What's he supposed to say? Mm-hmm. You know, that's his boy. He's seen him put in the work, and at the, like at the end, of, the first thing of all that, that's his son. Yeah. So uh, he's not saying anything that these other AAU fathers ain't saying, but they just ain't got the balls to go say it on the mic in front of you know uh, ESPN, and you know, and he's got the balls. He's actually got three of them: Lamelo, Lonzo, and Leangelo to go out there and say you know how he really feels about his kids. He feels like his kids are the truth, and you know, and people can say that you know, is he better than Steph Curry? Of course, he's not better than Steph Curry right, right now. Right. Could he be better than Steph Curry one day? Yeah, he could be. He's got, he's definitely got you know, he he's got be. the talent to eventually be better than Steph Curry. And, you know, people pissed off. He says that he could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one. Look, like, well, I tell I people matter. this all yeah, the time. Like, like, why are people <laughs> taking this man so seriously? All he's doing is starting a conversation. Is, and, and it's so bad to the point that Lonzo wasn't even the number one pick. And he was the only guy we talked about for, like, two and a half months. We didn't even get to talk about the Dennis Smith Juniors of the world, who was a baller. He's a baller. We didn't, and we didn't even talk about Darren Fox until he beat Lonzo Ball. He's a baller. And Darren Fox is also a baller. Yeah, and like it's baller. the thing, like nobody are even is even <laughs> talking about them until we until you know his his father has went on this on this crazy train, so to say. But at the end of the day, his, he said, "My son gonna be a Laker." Guess what? His son's a Laker. It, it happened. And you know, and he's in he every own shoe. He's got his own shoe. He's saying, he, yeah. he, he got his own yeah. shoe. And people, they selling. The people, they selling. Yeah. You, know you would think that, like, you would think, I mean, people buying them shoes. Of man. course, they're not selling as much as Nike because they don't have a swoosh they on don't it. Have a, yeah, I was about to say, plus, they don't have a people making your shoes. Well, we don't know how much you're getting them for, but Nike have a lot of issues. issues I'm, with that, yeah. With the way they, you know, they come about. I tell people this all the time. Imagine if LeBron James. Had had Levar Ball's mindset from the beginning. You think LeBron James is rich now? Man. His shoes would be a stack. He would. He could. He could probably. Going to be a stack right now. They would be just, a. St- only people people buy. Be wearing them. People. That, people would be. Guys would be striking gold. Yeah. My, yeah. I mean, my, saving my whole, up their money. You know, you know what I'm saying? You just won't be getting three or four pair. Of them. <laughs> and, and my whole thing <laughs> is like, if if you think five hundred dollars is too expensive for a sneaker, don't let me see you with no two hundred fifty dollar phone posits mm-hmm. on. Because mm-hmm. if you can spend two hundred fifty on some phone posits, and you mm-hmm. think that's that's the you're in the, we in the same tax bracket. Yeah, yeah, we talking yeah. we in the same tax bracket of for money for, for a tennis shoe. For two hundred, every time yeah, yeah, I go yeah. in a shoe city, yeah. I pick up a pair of phone. I see two fifty. I say, God damn! Yeah, and I put them towards right. 
back yeah, on the Jordan. Yeah, I was like, man, that's a lot. Yeah, that's more than Jordan. You know Jordan. what I'm saying? Like, and that, that's more than Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And Penny is nowhere near as great as Michael Jordan was, and he's built the legacy off of that. And they to the point where they flipped the shoe, and it's Penny's shoe. Penny's shoe. And Penny's not even, I mean, I'm not going to say he's not even making no money off of it, but imagine how much money he would be making off of it. Foams are more popping than LeBron's. Yes, they are. And to this day, so you know, me personally, I, I love the Ball family. I think Lavar is eccentric, and one thing I do like, Lavar Ball reminds me of my father because you know he's he's loud, he's funny, and you know everything he says, you got to take it with a grain, grain of, salt. of salt. You know what I'm saying? Like everything yeah. is tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right, it, right. does he really mean it? At the end of the day, if you if you think that he's really, they come from Chino Hills, mm -hmm. okay? He's the he's the president of the homeowners homeowners association in Chino Hills, California. Okay, if you've seen his house, they got the pool, they got, the, you know, they got the, the court in the backyard, they got the uh, house on the hill. And this is before any of them even went to UCLA. They, they, as you asked Lonzo, they grew up in that house from children. So if they, if they think that they're trying to extort their, you they're trying to extort their kids for money. What do you think Nike's doing? Yeah. What do you think UCLA is doing? Nobody was going to UCLA games mm -hmm. for the last couple mm -hmm. years after mm -hmm. Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook and them back. left. Mm -hmm. Like they have, UCLA has not been competitive for a couple, not on a national scale for the last couple years until Lonzo Ball came. And you and you mad that he's trying to make some money off his own kids? Come on now. And, and at the end of the day, he's trying to make this money for himself. Who does he? Who, who's, back. who's he gonna spend? Exactly. Who's he gonna spend the money on? He's gonna spend it on himself. Yeah, he's gonna he spend on his kids. He'd invested in eternity. Exactly. And <laughs> even if he get and, and get and, and when and when Levar dies, guess who gets the money? Leangelo, Lonzo, and Lamelo yeah, Ball get the money, yeah. and that's what it's about at the end of the day. When when LeBron James dies, or, or whenever Nike dies, LeBron James ain't getting none of that money. Nope. You know, LeBron James Jr. ain't getting none of that money. Nope. You know, and, and, and all of that. So I, I support the Ball family. And um, I'm going to wrap it up here, man, because we've been, we've been rapping for a little bit. But I want to ask you one last man. question. Uh, yeah, definitely. But I got to ask you one last question. Since you're, uh, since you're not a big NBA fan, who's your favorite NBA player right now? Dwayne Wade. And he's always been. I'm, I'm a Dwayne. I see you I got the heat I don't hat like, on, so I'm yeah, sorry. I, 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 like, I don't ever mention, like I'm talking about when it comes in terms of basketball, Dwayne Wade is nasty. Aside, aside from Michael Jordan, I've never been endearing of a, another man mm -hmm. as I am of Dwayne Wade. And that's the that's the I can go on a, a, a we could talk into eternity about yeah. Dwayne Wade because that's where I'm at with it. I got the fat head in my house. I'm mm -hmm. talking about far as the only thing I've done yet as haven't I haven't met him. But far as that's the only guy that Everybody got guys, a person, that, a player, I guess their favorite player that gives yeah, them chills. That exactly. guy gives me chills as far as knees, injuries aside, all that stuff, the natural things that happen to you as a person and individual. Yeah. I can People talk trash that. about Dwayne Wade saying he sucks. Like if he's if he ever could have got that knee together, Jesus yeah. Christ. Like I mean, let's, let's look, look at, what he's doing now at 35 say, with, with, the with, knee, with the time that he's playing. With the 18, knee. 20 minutes a game and still getting 20 points, eight, you know, six, seven boards, five plus assists, and he's playing 20 minutes a game. And what he was able to accomplish before the knee. He was had one of the greatest what, yeah. had one of the greatest finals performances of Ever, all time. Jack is salty. He's a Dallas Mavericks fan. Okay, he he flipped okay. the fingers. Oh, so I seen him gave me that look yeah, when, yeah, I said, when I said Dwayne Wade. Of all people, he looked like hold on, Wade, KD. Wade, yeah, he looked like Dwayne Wade. Wade. And I'm talking yeah. about. I mean, I'm saying that far as I done I done fought all the battles you can fight in terms of when he was the best player in the league. Yeah, I done. I was fighting battles then with the Kobe discussions, who the greatest second best two guard. And then Mark Jackson came out and said he's the third best and kind of went on and put Jordan and Kobe before him and whatever like that. Mm -hmm. But I done had all the conversations to him being Olympian, 
finals Olympic. He was the Olympic MVP. Like, what haven't he accomplished? Yeah. So in terms he of that, he did everything just, at a young it just, age. It's just he did. Everything only thing he missed, only thing he doesn't age. have is a regular season MVP. That's the only thing that's, that's, only that's thing missing from his have, resume. He, has, he doesn't have a regular season MVP. Yeah. And he had Shaq that year. I mean, you know what I mean? Or he would have Who could have been MVP who, 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 that who could've year? Who could have been MVP? I mean, you know what I mean? And then Shaq got hurt, consequent, whatever, but he still was able to put Shaq on his back. And, yeah. I mean, because Shaq, would he give you a measly? I mean, it was still 15 and 10. It was still good enough to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, get him a finals. But far as, yeah, I mean, Dwayne Wade just one of those. I mean, whether it's height, similarities in games, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. So you're more of a slasher? I mean, I'm just. Like, like D-Wade? Not, and it's like, I'm not as athletic, but I'm, I'm, I play with the same. Playmaker angles. I'm yeah, an yeah, angles yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, D Wade I'm a, has a, mastered a, a the art of getting you to angles. lean this way, oh my, and I'm going that way. So, yeah. so that's me. Okay. I'm not. A, I'm not going to overwhelm you with with speed or athleticism. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I can dunk and I can run. I I, I can. I'm quick, I'm deceptively fast. But mm -hmm. far as I, I beat you with you leaning your foot. What's that? What's that? And he just that's what he does. He see it and he, and it be it. Yeah. That's it. But what happens is when you lose this. He still sees it and it be it, but he can't get there. Yeah, he can't, he can't get there. He just can't do the As same he, things. He no, can't. That's why, like, no. I, I tell look people all the time. He bounced back. Lord have mercy. I tell people all the time. If you want to look at a highlight <laughs> tape, youth. Dwayne Wade's highlights are all dirty because all of his buckets are falling. You know, You're hitting dramatic. a bucket. I'm a dramatic. Drum, drum, exactly. That's me. I like I'm a that dramatic too. player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm dramatic. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah, what I love. Yeah, yeah. All that's of that. Me. I'm the dramatic. crazy Euro the steps. Yep, the, yep. The, the the off balance yeah, that's shots. That's what I fell in love with. Yeah, that's what I fell in love with. Mate, you that's can. Me. And yeah, you, yeah. That's me. You can argue Kobe. Yeah. But I would say Dwayne Wade is the greatest difficult shot maker in NBA history. That makes me smile. That makes me that makes me smile. Because he's off balance with everything. Thing. Only thing about D Wade is you don't have to fall every time you shoot. You fall, and I, but which I hate. That's, and that's, and that's I think he's a little yeah, extra with that. You don't have oh, to fall oh, listen, every time. Oh man, listen, all all those guys got their shit with him. Far and that's his. With with, with Dwayne Wade when he's doing the falling. And yeah, he's older. That's all to compensate for that, on, that the was, loss of speed. What was, uh, what was the old motto? Fall down seven times, get up eight. Oh that was Lord, motto, man, listen, man. Yeah, 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 Oh my goodness, man. So he's a yeah, he's a and I don't know if that's. Gabrielle sp <laughs> spilling over. And he do it for the culture. Oh, listen, man, he, he had a break baby and then got a celebrity yeah, girl back. back. Yeah, no, he Shout out to D-Wade, man. D -Wade, and he man. showed up to the finals to -Wade, looking, like, uh, looking like he was uh, G-Money. Looking like Gusto. Man. You know what I'm saying? Straight out of low cash. Straight out of, straight out of low cash. You know what I'm saying? Shout listen, out to D-Wade, man. Shout he out he to does it. Shout out to D-Wade. <laughs> you know, I just want to thank This is a great conversation, man. Yeah, I'm man. glad we got you over here. I'd definitely like you to come back again and we can, oh, you know, we can talk a little bit more about you. We can talk some more about um, about the basketball culture and um, kind of what else you plan on doing, man, because I, you know, I know you said you were kind of interested in getting into the G League. You said it's the summer of boo, and you know you got a lot of your other stuff going on. So um, if you want to give the... Oh, you got something else to say, Mike? Before you... Before you get out of here, just tell us what's going on with um, the Goodman League and NBA Live 2018. Please, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. So um, myself and uh, Jamal Brown, a.k.a. J-Dub, shout out to J-Dub, we were asked to um, do uh, go through some of the motions and stuff in terms of them. NBA Live is trying to do something special. They've, they've you know, they kind of been the little brother to 2K for the last couple of years. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know, NBA 2K has ran, ran away with that street ball feature and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. and uh, NBA uh NBA Live is trying to integrate the, the streetball feature into their, their game. And, and um, they asked, um, they're going to, um, I think, just the park out, the Chicago Park, 
and some of the parts in New York, like Dykeman, the, the Dykeman and stuff Drew like League that. Yeah, 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 Drew League yeah. and LA. They're trying to in, incorporate some of the, uh, these various um, summer leagues and stuff like that and some of the, the premier guys in those leagues and to have them kind of do some of the features and stuff like that for the game. I'm not sure if they're going to use our names or, or if they're going to just use our features, if they're going to have a guy with, with dress and a, and a guy, like I said, uh, with with a big bellows walking through, through the park. I don't know. You know, so I don't know how they're going to spend it or whatever like that. But far as just being involved with it was was um, very exciting. And um, yeah, we appreciate Miles, um, the commissioner for the Goodman League, for thinking of us and um, and um, allowing us to do that. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So before last thing before I let you go, um, just tell them where we can catch you play ball and um, you know when the next Goodman League game is that you're going to be playing in and. Um, and just give everybody your socials and everything so everybody can look you up. Okay, yep. Uh, our next game will be uh, tomorrow night, actually, at Parkview, which I won't be in attendance for that game. So the next game that I'll be playing in is on um, Sunday at 4, 4.15 at Cedar Chavez. That's the Legend Coalition where I'm the leading scorer over there in the Legends Coalition. Talk um, that talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The leading scorer, okay? Not second. <laughs> All right? And we ain't have to switch squads to do it neither, but, you know. <laughs> That's right. Shout out to Suitland High School. Um, yeah, so you got to play with your high school in that league over there. It's a great thing that uh, Ricky Goins and uh, Brian Chase got going on o over there and I'm incorporating all the, uh, the legends that come through um, the D.C. area and stuff like that. Having They're trying to bring back the old Herbo. That's what they're trying yeah, to do. Yeah. And uh, like they, they, they've been having um, great turnouts and stuff like that, and um, I hope they keep up with that. And then in terms of the farms, we play also Sunday uh, that evening around about 8.30. I'm not sure who the opponent is, but, yeah, we'll be playing Sunday at the Farms. And then next week, uh, the Kennedy to be starting. So, you know, that's always some some good bump and some good action to come running watch this. So, I'm running with the Sands Ballers. Shout out to the Sands Ballers uh, in the Kennedy League. And, um, yeah, we're looking uh, forward to winning this year. All right, man. So, yeah, just give them your socials one time before we let you yeah, go. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at BooJackson12. That's B-O-O Jackson12. And um, I'm not on uh, Twitter or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, Facebook, Boo Jackson. All right. Well, that's what's up, man. I definitely appreciate you coming through, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Six Man Podcast featuring Christian Boo Jackson, legendary Goodman uh, League player. You know, I'm, I'm in here talking to a legend now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, my man has got, got all-time record. That's what he's Super Boo. I like that. He one nickname. <laughs> Okay, I, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the show. Okay, we'll talk okay, about that yeah, after the show. Right, but um, right. make sure you go follow the Six Man on all social media platforms. You know that's Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, SoundCloud. Follow us on um, you know, make sure you subscribe to us on the podcast app store and the iTunes store. And um, follow me, your host, Mr. Trey Rainey. I put that in the description like I do every week. And definitely um, go check out the sixman.com. We got a lot of good content. And even though it's the off season, always remember it's always basketball season, and the off season is lit. <laughs> per usual, man. So Stommy, take us out. Six man podcast, press play, you know it's lit. And you think you know the game, but you don't get it like the six what?